When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This isn't new territory subject-wise here on the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. We've talked about Motown before, we've talked about soul music before, but never have we talked about the guys who were the backbone of the whole thing, who were like brothers from other mothers. Speaking of which, I'm Ray Koob, and here's my brother from another mother. I'm Marcus Goldman. Hello. And the reason we're doing this episode this week is because Music Cares is about to suspend the rule. And instead of naming one Music Cares Person of the Year, they're naming two. Two guys who have been together, joined at the hip all their adult lives, back to when they were quote-unquote kids... I'm talking about Barry Gordy and Smokey Robinson. Those cats have been best friends since like the late 50s and have stayed tight ever since. And to this day, they are still as close as they ever were. And the magic that they created over the decades, I don't know any duo who did as much as they did. And the whole thing's going to come to fruition at the Music Cares Gala at the Los Angeles Convention Center Friday, February 3rd. That's two nights before the Grammy. That's when they do their thing. And it's going to be a hell of a party, man. You know it will. And many of his friends that are still with us will be joining him at that big event. And you know the music is going to be off the hook, top shelf. You know, man, I don't know if we can fully tell the tale of these two cats. We know the essence of it. We've seen it in the documentary about Motown, remember? Uh, the two of them just hanging out by the piano, just joking around. And that's what I think everybody at the Recording Academy and Music Cares understands. These two are a symbiotic being when it comes to the music that they helped to create. Yeah, they have music they created, but they helped a lot of other people to make their dreams come true, too. Ray, let's start with the elder of the two, Barry Gordy III, known professionally as Barry Gordy Jr. Born at the beginning of the Great Depression in November of 1929 in Detroit, he is the seventh of eight children of Barry Gordy II and Bertha Fuller Gordy. His grandfather, Barry Gordy, was the son of a slave and a plantation owner who probably took liberties. And here's another wild fact about Barry Gordy Jr., Barry Gordy, the first half-brother, is also the grandfather of Jimmy Carter. So Barry Gordy Jr. and Jimmy Carter are distant cousins. His father moved from the South to Detroit because of the booming auto industry as well as the frequent lynchings at that time. In 11th grade, Barry dropped out of high school to follow his passion, 
professional boxing. In 1951, Barry Gordy was drafted into the Korean War, returning in 1953 with a GED. He married Thelma Louise Coleman and opened a 3D record mart. It sold jazz records and 3D glasses, and it failed partly because people kept asking him for blues albums. He had no interest in carrying them. And soon after, in 1957, Jackie Wilson recorded Re Petite by Barry Gordy as sister Gwen and writer-producer Billy Davis. Small hit, Jackie Wilson also recorded their R&B chart topper, Lonely Teardrops, which happened to reach number seven on the pop charts, too. Gordy siblings also wrote All I Could Do Was Cry for Etta James at Chess Records, and Barry Gordy happened to be in a meeting with Jackie Wilson's people when the Miracles auditioned for them. And that is where Barry Gordy's soon-to-be best friend and business partner, Smokey Robinson, appears in the story. Smokey Robinson, born in 1940, like 11 years younger yeah. than Barry Gordy. But he was like just out of high school when they met. And we will get to that because in high school, Smokey Robinson was an above average academic and a keen athlete. But his love was music. And his first doo-wop group was called The Five Chimes. Smokey Robinson and Aretha Franklin at one point were neighbors and lived a few doors apart before she moved to Memphis. What? I know, this stuff is crazy. One of those things that blew my mind when I saw it earlier. And then Robinson's interest in music started because he had heard the groups Nolan Strong and the Diablos and Billy Ward and his Dominoes on the radio as a child. He also listed Barrett Strong, a Detroit native, That's as one right. of his strong vocal influences. The best things in life are free, but you can
1955, he formed the first lineup of the Five Chimes with childhood friend Ronald White and classmate Pete Moore. I was looking at this too, Marcus. Two years later, they were renamed the Matadors, and one of the members was Claudette Rogers, who would become Claudette Robinson's brother, and he had to go join the Army or something like that. And she stepped in kind of like to hold his spot in the Miracles, just as they were starting to take off a little bit. And they also added a guitarist named Marv Tarplin, who would later become a consistent songwriter and producer with Motown Records and a collaborator with Smokey Robinson over the decades as well. So even though the Miracles were all coming together, man. Yeah, they were. And then Robinson and the Miracles met Barry Gordy after they auditioned for a label called Brunswick Records, which was Jackie Wilson's label, and Jackie Wilson's people were there. And one of the labels that recorded Buddy Holly as well, a significant label of the times. I forgot that Buddy Holly recorded with them. Old guy brain works yeah, sometimes. I love that. <laughs> The cool thing was that the Miracles went into this audition job interview and sang and performed their own songs and not cover songs. And what they were sort of told was, hey, we've already got the Platters who have a high-voiced male and a female singing in their group, so uh, we don't think so. But Barry Gordy heard them, and on their way out of the audition, he stopped them and started talking to Smokey and was like, hey, I liked your songs. You got any more of these? And he pulled out his notebook and said i got a hundred more in this notebook and that's when the friendship started and barry gordy started showing him how to like work the songs he's like your songs are good you have a great starting point but then you change directions and you actually have three songs in one so he showed him how to write a complete song and he loved his poetry and that really really built that teamwork and then of course the rest is history. <laughs> but you can't underestimate how much it helped Barry to develop his songwriting skills to help Smokey when he was working with Jackie Wilson. All of this is happening before anything that we know of as the Tamla Motown legend is really underway. We're kind of still coming together. The forces are gathering, right? Oh, completely. And after uh, Smokey found out that Barry Gordy got paid like $3.19 in royalties for a big-selling single that he wrote. Smokey offhandedly joked, why don't you just start your own label? (laughs) (laughs) And the way they went. Yep, and it started. Barry Gordy borrowed $800 from his family's investment fund, their house money fund, with a promissory note saying that he would pay it back. And then the five people that Barry Gordy wanted involved in the beginning of Tamla Records met and they started putting it together. You get around to making labels, you have to think of names. And Barry had the idea to name it Tammy Records because that was a big song for Debbie Reynolds around that time. And he realized... You couldn't do that. And so he changed the name to Tamla Records, and Tamla Records, which preceded Motown, was born. I want to say that this is where their friendship is forged. The speed and intensity at which things happen after that, there's been countless tellings of those tales. We've done our best to tell some of it, too, right? Absolutely. What we're here for is to recognize that one of the kindest organizations in the music business, Music Cares, part of the Recording Academy, is honoring these two best friends, music geniuses, business geniuses, and pioneers for black businessmen in the 1960s. When you frame it that way, Marcus, 
it's really about finally honoring these two guys who've just been hanging out, making amazing shit happen for decades now, since I was in short pants. I'm surprised that Music Cares did not acknowledge them even earlier for the work that they have done over the decades. And that's not a knock on anybody else that has well-deservedly received that acknowledgement. Every other person who has been so honored has been Music Cares Person of the Year. And they wanted to honor both of them. And you can't separate them. You just can't. That's how close they are. Smokey and Barry. The funny thing about Smokey, I love the story about his one uncle used to take him to the movies because he knew he liked cowboy movies of all things, right? So they go to the cowboy movies, and he said, you need a cowboy nickname, and he called him Smokey Joe, and his nickname was Smokey Joe for years till they dropped the Joe, and he just became Smokey to his family, and then later, the whole freaking world, right? Smokey Robinson sounds a lot cooler in the music world than Will Robinson or William Robinson. Danger, Will Robinson. Bingo. He probably would have heard that a lot had he kept the name Will. At some point and, in the 60s, he would have. Or or even like, you know, Bill or Billy, you know? And yeah. the cool vibe of that name, Smokey Robinson, the way it rolls off your tongue, it works. Now, you told me something I did not know, and it could have something to do with his youthful appearance. He's been vegetarian or vegan for over 50 years. Is that right? I think he said in an interview that he had not eaten meat since 1972, but he did not expand on why. The interviewer didn't ask why. It wasn't important. They just kept going on and talking about the songs. Dude, if we had 20 minutes with Smokey Robinson, we'd be asking a million questions that had nothing to do with his diet, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, we would. True. They wrote and or inspired so much music. And, you know, we could do a whole episode about Smokey and the Miracles. Along the way, it's a hell of a story in and of itself, how they became the Miracles. We talked a little bit about that, how Claudette became part of the group how she had multiple miscarriages, and maybe that's part of the reason she left in 1968. They ended up having two kids, which was beautiful, because they really wanted that, and they were having a problem, because she was so dedicated to the miracles. Even though they divorced a few years later, I think it's got to be noted that she was part of that, all the way at the beginning. She's the girl, in my girl. A lot of what you said is so important in the fundamentals of what Motown Records were. They were built on love. They were built not to be a black label, but to be an every people's label. Music for everybody is what Barry Gordy wanted. He knew how to make music that everybody would like. And... The example of that is Shop Around. When they recorded Shop Around, it was so different originally. And then one night he called Smokey at like one in the morning and was like, yo, Smokey, it's Barry. And he goes, I know, I recognize your voice. What are you doing? Sleeping. (laughs) 
It's one in the morning. He goes, I've been thinking. I got this idea on how to re-record Shop Around to make it a little more upbeat. And they had seen success with the original version of Shop Around, but... Barry was like, I'm telling you, man, I called the musicians. I think this new way to do it to make it more upbeat and bouncier and dancier will take it to number one. And Smokey was like, all right. So he got up. <laughs> they all went down to the studio, recorded it. And sure enough, it hit number one. When I became of age, my mother called me to her side. She said, son, you're growing up now. Pretty soon you'll take a bride. And then she said, just because you become a young man now, there's still some things that you don't understand now. Before you ask some girl for a hand now, keep your freedom for as long as you can now. My mama told me, you better shop around. Oh, yeah, you better shop around. some point you don't even question you just get up and you do because you know there's some real shit going on behind all the things that are turning there in the middle of motown and all the, the great stories that come from that but inside the robinson household Smokey and claudette after the kids are born a son named barry robinson born in 1968 of course named for his best friend barry gordy and their daughter samuel robinson born in 1971 named after the original Tamla label set up by Barry Gordy. And, of course, I think Mom and Dad were on that label as the Miracles before they became Motown. Crazy stuff. These two guys have been palling around as long as either one of us have been on the planet longer. It's crazy they've been best friends for over 65 years. 65 what? years they've stayed close. Dude, it's hard to do that. If I could know you that much longer, if I could know you for another like 40 years, if they, we could both last that long, I would love to be like <laughs> with you. Totally. But I don't think we're young enough for that to happen unless there's some sort of miracle science thing happening. Ah, science. Tell you what we should do is we should take a break and pause for the cause, uh, you know, give our sponsors some time here. And let's come back and talk about the science and the heart that goes into Music Cares and what they do for the music community. They help their own. And this is them stepping up and putting their money where their mouth is. And I think it's good to be recognized. And it's great to see that we can celebrate two guys who just like hanging out by the piano together. That's kind of like we are, you know, we're like hanging out by the microphone together, you know? <laughs> yep, totally. <laughs> Back with more about the Music Cares Foundation Persons of the Year, Barry Gordy and Smokey Robinson next on the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. Hey, folks, if you haven't checked out Boldfoot Socks yet, go to their website and do it today, boldfoot.com. And if you like what you see and you want to place an order, you can save 15% on us by entering the code HISTORY15 in the discount box. Now, Marcus, you've had some great personal experience wearing your Boldfoot Socks. That is correct, Ray. I am an active cyclist. After hearing Josh tell us about his experience running a race in the desert in his boldfoot socks. I had to give it a try on the bike, and 
They held really well. My feet didn't feel funky afterward. And after my spin class, my feet felt great. Not all wet and yucky. Wet and yucky, bad. Feeling (laughs) bold, good. (laughs) Go to boldfoot.com and check out all the styles. And they've got a wide variety of styles, no matter what your mood is about your socks. And uh, colors, designs, it all fits into what you want out of a sock that holds up. And they definitely give you that support you need. I know from the times I've worn mine. Make sure you go to boldfoot.com and use the code HISTORY15 to get 15% off of your first order. Look, they're your feet. Be bold. As we start a new year, Marcus, it's always good to have the things we know and love so much near at hand to help us as we forge forward, right? Absolutely, and new beers and good beers from Crooked Eye are a great way to ring in and celebrate 2023. I can see that you see where I'm going, bro. <laughs> Talking about Crooked Eye Brewery in the heart of Hat, bro, you got to go in and hear the music, hear the band, feel the band, and including the Crooked Eye Band every second Saturday. The brews, yes, but also the Salty Vets Barbecue. So delicious. Those fall-off-the-bone ribs, everything. Matt's got this meatloaf thing he was working on the other night. I'm going in just to have a platter. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. So now you can go in and enjoy the full package, including great music, which you always get when you go in. Follow them on Facebook and stay in touch that way and find out what the latest things that are going on, including the latest brews. I had a couple of those when I was in the other night. Right in the heart of Hatboro Crooked Eye Brewery. And thank you for being a partner of the podcast, The Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Thank you. 
This is the imbalanced history of rock and roll, Marcus and Ray, and we are back to talk Music Cares, Smokey Robinson, Barry Gordy. None of this will be happening at the L.A. convention on Friday, February 3rd, two nights before the Grammys. Did I mention that? Were it not for the efforts of the Recording Academy and their Music Cares program through the year and now through the years and decades, they help with health care and support and other things that musicians need because it's not like working for a big corporation where you show up and they give you everything you need. No, you have to make everything happen yourself. And sometimes there are hard times. And that's when they started Music Cares. And that's when they started honoring people like Barry and Smokey. Music Cares is a great organization. Founded in 1989 by the Recording Academy as an independent 501c3, they have done some amazing work over the years. There are over 300 preventative clinics, educational workshops, and panel presentations hosted across the country annually. In 2020 and 2021 alone, they distributed over $38 million to musicians in need. This organization stepped up big during the pandemic. 3,500 music people receive custom hearing protection every year. And if you work in the music industry, you need your ears and you need to protect them. They talk about what they do because they think people need to know that musicians need the support, like health screenings. You know, with advice and assistance when it comes to expenses for doctors and dentists and hospital bills, stuff like that, that a lot of people either get through their employer or pay for themselves. They have support groups because, face it, musicians are emotional creatures and they need support. And there's addiction issue with some people. That's true in any business, but also in the music business, right? In fact, recently they were awarded $10 million for addiction and recovery treatment, which is huge because that will make a big difference with the people who are in the music industry and behind the scenes who don't make as much money and don't have the health care. It really helps, man. It this really stuff, does. Yes, yeah, And they lives. realized they could do this a long time ago. Mental health treatment, resources for that, hearing clinics, something that no one thought about in the 70s or 80s even, tuned partnerships where the needs of everyone work together and they create partnerships with other organizations to help make that whole thing work. And the list goes on and on. You can find it all at musiccares.org. So many great things that they do to help the musicians. And we're not talking about the big stars who might have got a big check and paid out by the selling of their libraries or stuff like that. They're talking about the people who live and play in your neighborhood, the people who play all across America at all levels, but don't have a support system. So check them out at musiccares.org and do what you can to plug in and help. And just so you know, this is their mission statement. Music Cares helps the humans behind music because music gives so much to the world. Can you imagine a world without music? I sure can't, Ray. It'd be one sad fucking place, bro. Dude, it would be an awful fucking place if there was no music. One of the neat things is music comes from the heart, the soul. Sure, it comes out of the mouth and out of the fingers or whatever else you use to play the instruments that you're playing, but... It comes from deep inside when people are creating music. And these two creative forces have found ways to meld powers 
They've been super friends for a long time, man. And what they did for black ownership in the entertainment industry with Motown and all the various industries that were related to it at its peak, nobody else had the vision and were able to do it on the level that they did to help show a lot of people the way so that everybody could do their own thing later. Another thing that Motown did that was way ahead of its time, they groomed artists big time. They worked with them on dancing, on stage presentation, on clothing, on style, on attitude, on public appearances, on how to interview. They did it all. And that set the standard for the rock and pop labels ahead to do that. One of the other things they did going back to them all sitting around the piano and trading lines and working on songs together was the teamwork when it came to creating great songs. And Holland Dozier and Holland were the epitome of that when it came to the Motown songwriting block, right? Out of all those great songs, they wrote so many. Absolutely. Also, Ashford and Simpson were another force of songwriters, and they put together some monster hits for Motown as well. But at one point, Holland, Dozier, and Holland leave, and they're in a spot. And Barry's answer to that was to form the corporation with him, Alfonso Mizell, Freddie Perrin, and Deke Richards, they were the primary writers. They would do all the producing and stuff for the Jackson 5. They were the ones who came up with songs like I Want You Back or ABC or The Love You Save, right? All big hits early for the Jackson 5. They became the new Holland Dozier Holland engine inside Motown. Just another one of the many things that they've done together. You know who else is an integral part of Motown that they've taken really good care of and who deserves the credit? Diana Ross. She was so fundamentally important in their growth as a label. And Barry Gordy took care of her, but he also took care of every single person who ever worked at Motown Records. To one degree or another, that is very true. But what Diana did was get to the point where she was in control of her own shit, and she said so. And she took back all the things that she wanted to have something to say about when it came to how her music career was going to go. So she felt she was involved in making sure she had a long career. Turned out she was pretty much spot on. And yet, those two remained good friends as well. I need
matter what kind of tiffs, arguments, relationship issues they've had because Barry and Diana were together for five years and had a child together, but yet they've always remained close. Mm -hmm. And when Barry sold Motown for that huge amount of hundreds of millions of dollars, he gave Diana Ross a piece of that as well for her contributions and her work. So Huge contributions. Huge contributions. And then you have the added factor of people being married inside to each other inside the, the whole thing you know marvin married to Barry's sister and claudette and Smokey being married you know these things kind of like all work to make it more familial more family-like but it was a huge business at the same time we talked about the guys who were playing on this record and that record later they would kind of formulize into the funk brothers one of the most famous studio groups of all time and through the 60s and 70s up to the move to california really in those studios they were cranking out amazing shit every day every day and something that we talked about in our R&B of the 70s and our Motown episodes is that people that were on the label were always hanging out at the studio offices so if somebody was coming in and recording a song people like Diana Ross and everybody else on the label that sang background vocals just got listed as background vocalist and while they didn't get credit they are the people who did the background vocals on some of those incredible songs because they were hanging around right and it just worked out that way yeah part of why we have so much good information about the history of Motown is because Barry Gordy recorded and archived almost all of those early meetings so smart in that regard you know when we were watching the documentary there were all kinds of graphics on the screen and they used a lot of those tapes you could hear them playing them back when they were strategizing for sales on this record or that record So cool. And to think, you know, I might need this in the future. The man has exhibited multidimensional thinking since 1950-something. And it's amazing how he keeps on going. Sure, they moved to California. Sure, they sold the company. But what happened has kept people together and in touch, family-like, for decades after they sold the farm, so to speak. And some of the other cool things that Motown did over the decades, they were involved in films like in 1972, right as soon as he moved to Los Angeles with Motown, Barry Gordy created the Billie Holiday biopic, Lady Sings the Blues, starring Diana Ross, who was nominated for an Academy for her performance in that movie. There ain't nothing I can do. Nothing I can say That folks don't criticize me But I'm gonna do what I want to anyway Also, Richard Pryor, Billy D. Williams. I mean, think about that cast and how good and talented those actors are. Oh. 
what they also did a pretty good job of, Marcus, is keeping up with technology and moving forward. And when they saw that they could no longer do that in the manner that made them feel like it was still Motown, they moved on, but the friendships never have. And these two probably talk to each other every day. They're probably like, gosh, you know, hey, good morning, dude. What you doing? I'd be willing to bet money they at least text or call each other at least once a day. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, while they really were the visual forces behind what Motown Records was, it was a whole team of people who did it, a family, and they really all worked hard for each other. They looked after their own label people continuously, and I think that is one of the strongest legacies of this label because they set the bar so high for everybody else that it was realistically hard for the other labels to keep up and do what Motown was doing at that close or a personal level. You are 100% right there, my friend. While we're sitting here talking about these two guys who've been friends for so long and all they've done, ironically, they are not the first men of Motown to win the Music Cares Person of the Year. The first time was Stevie Wonder in 1999. Good morning, friends. Here's your friendly announcer. I have serious news to pass on to everybody. What I'm about to say. Couldn't mean the world's disaster Could change your joy and laughter To tears and pain It's that love in need of love today And that was followed by Lionel Richie in 2016. But together, they changed things again, Marcus, because now Persons of the Year can be considered by the Music Cares folks. It's a well-deserved award. And again, looking over this list, everybody who's become the Music Cares Person of the Year is deserving of that award. So it's a great list of incredible musicians and equally incredible human beings. Oh, no, Marcus, I've got the red light blinking here on the console. Uh-oh. Who's calling? It is the research department calling to tell us, stop, stop. Two times in the history of the Music Cares Person of the Year Award, it has been a band with all members honored. First, 2018 Fleetwood Mac. Miss Christine was still with us. And then in 2020 with Aerosmith. So there. Whoops. We have to amend our whole thing because we didn't consider that. I don't know about you, man, but the music that they created together and certainly Smokey's music with the miracles and beyond have given us both countless hours of joy in our lives. So it's great to see them honored by people who honor 
cool people who do their best to give, pay forward, to help others. Even if it's helping other musicians who just need a helping hand. Somebody gave them help along the way, they're paying it forward. And that's basically the essence of music care and taking care of your own. You know, I just had a thought. It's kind of a crazy idea, but when do we not have those here on the Imbalanced History? True story. What if they formed a club? Motown people who are Music Cares people of the year. You know, I could start with the four, and maybe I missed one, but, you know, did I miss one of the women who are part of Motown that might have been honored through Let's the years? Check. I mean, it hasn't been going on that long. 89 or, no, 91 was the first one because the charity was like two years old at that point. They're going to need to expand the club at the Music Cares Foundation if they want to keep this thing going, but so far they're up to three, right? Four, because Lionel Richie. I can't count, you know? Hey, listen, we could go on all day about the music of Motown and this friendship that we're highlighting here as the Music Cares people take their chance to honor them as the persons of the year. If you've got any thoughts on that or anything else you'd like to add to the conversation, you can either look for our social media posts on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram, or you can send us a note at imbalancehistory at gmail.com. I always like getting notes from the listener. Me too. It's always fun. And yeah, if we missed anything or screwed anything up, please give us an email. Let us know. We'd be happy to make an amendment in a future episode or Bent News update. So We're good at screwing things up, so that's why we have the Bent News update. <laughs> <laughs> so we can set things straight, so to speak. Yes, and that drops every Friday. Don't forget to find your way to the coverage of this ceremony for Music Cares. And a couple nights later, watch the Grammys as well. It's always fun for the people in the music world to see all this stuff happening. People being honored, all dressed up, gone out in public and shit. Good stuff. Good music, great history, rock and roll, all of it. Out of love for Barry Gordy Jr. and Smokey Robinson. We're glad that we could shine the spotlight on their being honored this year by Music Cares. Till the next time that we get together here in the Dark Duck Studios, I'm Ray Coop. I'm Marcus Goldman. We'll let Martin play us out on the imbalanced history of rock and roll. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.